welcome to this episode of Turbocharging Teams, uh, the series where we try to provide you with tips and tricks to get more out of Microsoft Teams, whether you're an end user, a power user, or an IT pro. Now, in the first episode, we talked about setting up Teams and channels. And the second episode, we talked about all the different ways of messaging and posts. Um, and in, you know, in this episode, we're really going to talk about a topic which is near and dear to my heart, which is analytics, because through analytics, you can really figure out if all these teams and channels and you know are getting used. So uh, analytics really is a great compass or maybe it's a yardstick um, to help you measure and understand what is working and what is not. Uh, my name is still Kevin Keeler. Uh, and as usual, I'm joined by my colleague, Dino Caputo. Um, Dino, over to you. Yeah, thanks, Kevin. Yeah, I mean, uh, Office in general and, and Teams more specifically makes a lot of important analytics uh, available to users and even more analytics to the IT pros behind the scenes and all the admins doing, um, you know, taking care of the, the, the tenant. So today we're going to look at uh, and talk about the analytics that are available to both um, team members and to, to team owners as well, uh, like what types of information they can look at. Yeah, and, and indeed, and you know, when we help organizations leverage the analytic information that's built into Office and Teams, um, we typically look at five broad categories. So there's usage and adoption, quality, reliability, user satisfaction, and then as well some licensing and financial data. There's there's really, you know, broadly these analytics fall into two types. There's behavioral analytics, which is really based on what people actually do. And then there's sentiment analysis. This is based on, you know, what people tell you. So uh, things like, um, well, survey data and things like user satisfaction. Now, directly from in Teams, which we're going to focus on today, most of the analytics focus on usage and adoption. So, Dino, I think maybe we should first start by describing the important difference between usage and adoption. Yeah, so usage is going to be the quantity of something like, for example, like the number of messages posted or the, the number of meeting minutes or the number of calls that were made. So the totals in contrast, um, adoption is about the who um, is using a particular function or capability. So is Kevin making phone calls? Is Dino posting messages? The thing about usage is you can have a, a high number of calls. But it's only when you look at the adoption that the actual people that you understand if uh, one person is making a lot of calls or if everybody is using the feature. So in many cases, uh, looking at uh, groups where adoption is low might point you to the areas uh, where more training is needed, for example, or where specific configurations are not meeting uh, the business needs. Yeah, no, and, and so, um... You know, there's really two sources of Teams analytics that that we mentioned. There's uh, this analytics tab that we'll show you at the, at the team and channel level, uh, and that's available so directly from within Teams. And then 
Um, additionally, uh, if you are an IT pro and then you have report reader or admin capabilities, you can go to the Office 365 Admin Center or the Teams Admin Center, and then there's even some other places called Quality Dashboard. But we'll we'll talk about that in in the subsequent episode. So. Um, this is really about analytics for all. These are available, as we've said, to the team owners and team members. So if you go to a team, you can choose manage team from the dot, 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 the ellipsis, the three dots, uh, and you see a tab that's labeled analytics. So selecting that will bring up a screen that looks something like this. And you know, Dino, why don't you start describing, you know, some of the useful information that's available on this uh, Teams analytics screen? Yeah, thanks, Kevin. So um, I like this dashboard. It's it's nice. You can see the overall Teams analytics, like kind of the bird's eye view of what's happening. So you get things like the num the total number of users in the team, how many apps have been deployed. How many meetings um, have taken place within this team? How many posts? Um, how many replies to those posts? How many people used or how many mentions there were in the in the team? The number of reactions. So it's like if I liked the message or I, you know, I was had a sad face. <laughs> um, and then also, you know, very important is the number of inactive users. And and this again leads to us to make some important decisions or helps us make important decisions. And you know you can do this today by filtering over seven, thirty, and and ninety days. Yeah, no, so that's that's great. And I think you know you pointed out um, like inactive users. That's obviously you know looking at it from the adoption perspective, right? So um, you, you know like if maybe people are new to the organization or new to teams. If there's, you know, you often want to have, you know, full participation. And if you see that the inactive users um, are high, you know, you may want to just circle back, especially if your organization has just started using Teams. Maybe people are putting information in a different place. Um, same thing in terms of that, what Microsoft, that whole engagement section, as you pointed out, the posts, the replies, the mentions, the reactions. You know, if you're not getting that broad based, that, uh, you know, kind of engagement, um, that might be that either people aren't aware of this this team, um, or you know they need some further their training. They need to watch I don't know episode two where they can learn how to do all of those things, right? So um, yeah, no, that's that's some good stuff. Um, in terms of then, you know, there's some there's some more detailed graphs and and what have you like that engagement graph. And I think you can toggle certain things if you just want to look at over time specific elements, right, Dino? Can you just talk us through that? Sure. Like you can, when you're we're talking about <clears throat> channel uh, sort of analytics and Teams analytics, you can toggle your view based on posts or replies, uh, mentions, and even reactions, uh, which is kind of neat. So um, really getting a nice granular view of what's happening. So, if, um, you know, sometimes people may not want to post, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're not engaged in a, in a channel conversation. So they may, you know, you can tell their engage, level of engagement by the number of uh, reactions. So I think that's su super important to be able to look at. So at least you can gauge, you know, well, you know, Kevin may not be 
um, posting anything, but it looks like he's read all these messages because he's reacted to almost every single post. So I think that's that's super important. Yeah, and it's not exactly clear, so that's why I wanted to bring it up. Like, you know, it's like you click on the legend, the things below the graph to toggle them on or off, and that may not be clear. And and as we talked about in episode one, like reactions or replies are especially important in like let's say a moderated channel because you know you're posting you things. Post. <laughs> yeah, you're expecting, you're hoping for maybe a reaction to it, right? And if you're not getting it, then maybe it's because nobody's reading it. So um, now similarly, like you were talking about that, that's at the team's level. So if you go and you either from an individual channel, you can pick manage channel um, and then you also have an analytics tab and you, and you see similar information. Um, but one of the things that I like to do is from inside manage team, you can click on channels and then you get a list of all the channels. And there's a, a field on the right here that says last activity date. And once again, it may not be clear, but if you click on those headings, you can sort um, by ascending or descending date order. So by doing that, if you have a whole bunch of channels inside a team um, and you sort it, you can see channels that have been inactive for a really long time. and sometimes you get this kind of team and channel sprawl so if you see team you know teams and or channels that are inactive for a really long time um either people don't know they exist or maybe they've outlived their their usefulness and and i think that that was that that key on that graph that we were talking about it's to really to be looking for trends right so as things if they're trending up that's good if you know you're getting no replies and no engagement is trending down it might be a time to think about archiving the the channel or maybe even doing some app mentions or something so that people realize that um, that exists. So, you know, analytics is power. And unfortunately, um, I think we found that many organizations don't take the time to understand what's available, um, to even look at any of this analytics, or to take the time to you know, start looking at and interpreting the results. Some people and some organizations think that you have to buy some additional third-party tools, and that's not true. You know, Microsoft has made a lot of great analytics available directly out of the box. Um, you know, three key tips. So I'd say use what you have. Um, more tools is not always better. First, let's start with the tools that you have. What you really need is someone that takes the time and knows how to interpret it. You want to always look for differences between groups um, and then ask yourself why. So if one channel's getting, you know, great engagement, okay, well, why? Do I understand what is driving the difference is the difference expected and then look for trends so if something's changing do i understand why this is changing if i tried to get more people using teams am i seeing more posts more replies more engagements you know is the trend good or bad and if i'm not sure why something's changing um a lot of times you need to start asking more more questions we often do something we call an analytics checkup which as a starting point, just helps an organization expose some of the great information that they already have at their fingertips. And it's really always exciting and interesting 
to see how insightful and beneficial they find the analytics that are, is available in Teams. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, indeed, Kevin. So that's all the time we have for this episode, but um, in the next episode of Turbocharging Teams, we're going to uh, look at dive into even more details about uh, analytics related to usage and adoption, but also um, some additional analytics around quality, reliability, and user satisfaction that are available specifically to Teams administrators. So that's it for this episode. We'll see you next time. Thank you.